the one thing that I was missing, which was just how I had to be to get to God, like that alignment. It just, my brain exploded and I fell on the floor in tears. And that was my, later on was told by my source that that was my enlightenment. That was my wake up. Welcome to Simply Woke, a podcast about awakening experiences. These are the transformative events that connect us to our spiritual selves and personal truths. I'm Alessandra Johnston, and each week I speak with a different guest about how they woke up, what happened, what they learned, and how it shifted their life. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hello, hello, this is Alessandra, and welcome to episode five of Simply Woke. Thank you so much for being here and sharing this space with me. This little podcast keeps on growing every week, and I am so thankful for you tuning in and listening. In this episode, I'm speaking with Jeremy Lama. This is actually one of the first episodes that I've ever recorded. He lives on a farm in Tennessee, so unfortunately, the internet connection was a bit wonky, and there was a lot of buffering which is that kind of like eh, sound that happens. So I had to edit out quite a bit of our conversation. We talk about how his life was flipped upside down when he got divorced from his wife and lost everything in the process. He was filled with so much rage and regret. And as a result, he just couldn't feel connected to God despite his religious upbringing. That all switched one night when he stumbled across a YouTube video. And for him, that was the final puzzle piece. It was a video of Abraham Hicks. Unfortunately, I had to edit out the name because when we recorded it, it sounded awful and it just didn't work. Um, So if you're familiar with Abraham Hicks, I'll just share a little bit more about her. Abraham is actually a non-physical entity that is channeled by a woman named Esther Hicks. It is Abraham's teaching that is actually the foundation for the law of attraction from which the movie and the book The Secret is built upon. I too listened to Abraham before my own awakening experience, and I actually resonated with a lot of her teachings. Although at the time, I remember not being too sure about how I felt about the idea of channeling. However, I now feel differently. And I remember having conversations with my husband because he was a bit concerned. He's like, why are you getting into this stuff? And I just remember thinking, you know, she's obviously getting the messages from somewhere, whether it truly is a supernatural source, or it's within her own mind, per se, the messages, the messages rang true for me. So it really didn't matter. If you've never checked her out, I'll add a link to her website in the notes. And before we jump into the episode, I'd like to invite you to potentially come on to the podcast as a guest and share your story of awakening with me. So if you have an awakening experience, then please email me at hello at simplywoke.com. And if the story is a good fit for the show, then perhaps you could be a guest here on Simply Woke. And if you're enjoying the show, then please take a minute to rate, review and subscribe. This will help the show to grow. So let's jump into episode five, From Victim to Victorious with Jeremy Lama. What year was your like initial beginning? Okay. About three years ago is when it just was like, boom, everything's different. Right up until that time, like what was what was going on in your life? I will try to not go upstream too much, but it still answer that question. It's just... Previous to that was 
what people would call the dark night of the soul, what I call the purge. Everything was just falling apart. I just got out of a divorce from like 11 years with who I thought was my soulmate. Lost my best friend in the process of 15 years, my wife, my cars, my house, my the time with my children, just the whole drama. And then that was like I was homeless with my kids. You know, she stayed in the house. I paid all the bills. And then I had to I just had to take care of everything. You know, so it was just betrayal, abandonment. It was awful. I've, I've been divorced, so I understand the, the world flip that, that happens. Yeah. And did you have full custody of your kids? It, well, it's been joint, but it's, it's been me. You know, okay. the woman always wins in this justice system. You yeah. know, yeah. it's just how it is. So I ended up just having to pay for everything, having to do all the suffering while making sure and try like everything's taken care of as little damage to my children as possible, you know? Yeah. And so we were just in survival mode and then I just tried again and just two or three, just crazy people just wrecked me even further. But it took all of that to get to now while I was going through all that, I would just meditate all day. I'd work and then I'd just come home. I'd get in the bathtub and I'd just let it go all the way up to my nose and I just disappear for four or five hours a day, every day. And so it was just, I hurt so bad Mm -hmm. that that was what stopped the resistance of me not changing. So I had to, all of this is just my alarm clock to wake up. It took Mm -hmm. all of that to get to now. And it seems tragic. And it was at the time when I just couldn't see and when I didn't understand it, everything's amazing now. So you're in this, obviously this really dark place. You're hurting. Did you decide that, you know what, I need to heal myself. And what did, what did you do to do that? It, it was either you do something like just blatant, just rage ever since uh, just a child, you know, and I was called the unincredible Hulk. You know, I was just a rageaholic from being, from my childhood, like being abandoned and beaten by my dad, you know, like I said, I'll try not to go too upstream, but, you know, and then just super difficult childhood, but it was good at the same time. You know, I had my sports Mm -hmm. and I had a couple friends and I just took care of my brothers and sisters while my mom worked. And that was that we just moved and moved and we just adapted and, you know, we just went on, we just did what we could. So I was raised Christian and in a Mormon religion. Oh, so okay. I saw the gamut of, ev- of every of everything, you know, just the religiosity, the churchianity, all, you know, the rules, legalism. And I saw everything that I couldn't do and everything was no and everything was that that far reaching contrast. Mm-hmm. So back to what we were talking about, it took all of that, just that rage, just constant frustration, that constant disappointment, constant Mm -hmm. betrayal, constant just pain. Mm -hmm. And it just for my whole life. And I just could not get close enough to God. I did not know how he worked. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, there was nothing that could be done. You know, like I was just so low. And so I was sitting there on the couch and I was just flipping through YouTube. Just I was I've always been a seeker. So I was just sitting there on YouTube and then something slipped and I looked up and I didn't know what was going on. And it just pulled up on its own. I flipped it, something went screwy and it just so happened. 
And I've always, you know, I didn't understand channeling. I didn't know what it was. Churchianity and legalism, it seemed like it was bad. Everything's bad. Everything's the devil. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like listening and I was listening. I went to the backstory. I, I just, just delved into this like crazy. But within like 10 minutes of listening, she had went over the vibrational universe and vibrations, the law of attraction, the one thing that I was missing, which was just how I had to be to get to God. Okay. Like that alignment. It just, my brain exploded and I fell on the floor in tears. And that was my, later on was told by, by source that that was my enlightenment. That was my wake up. Yeah. That was when I had the last piece that I needed from all the previous studying I've studied every religion, every mm-hmm. cult, ev- mm-hmm. like everything. I mm-hmm. have to just know. I can't just go on what people say. I don't work that way. So I had to like redo everything. So that that was the very, very, very start, you know, like. And was it the realization that you were essentially responsible for your own? Uh, yeah. yeah. See, I was in autopilot thinking I was driving doing everything but why lord why me yes mm-hmm. reacting and so i went from victim to victor i didn't know any better I, and i thought i knew better mm-hmm. that's what's so tricky there's a difference between being saved and then enlightenment being saved is just the milk enlightenment is the steak and potatoes you know that's when you are are awake and aware and you can see and you can feel mm-hmm. And then that's when life really begins. And so how did it change after? Oh my gosh. Crazy. Like night and day. So what changed is I went from a rageaholic to where I wanted to just see humanity burn to the Jeremy Lama where I just wanted to see the people learn. And so where that came from was a woman I worked with and she was just like, I would like, just get in the zone and I would just tell her stuff and try and help her with her life versus who cares, deal with your own crap, you know? So I would, I would just started connecting and telling her these things. And she's like, who are you? The freaking Jeremy Llama? And that's where it came. And then someone else said that. What happened? Who are you? The Jeremy Llama? And then another person said it. And I was like, well, I guess that's that, you know? And so then I started teaching and just, the way that I saw it and perceived it and the things that that source gave me the clarity and the perspective and the understanding of the vibrational being able to see across the veil to see the other room when I'm not in the other room. All that has changed my life dramatically. So then I have all this and I'm helping people and it's cultivating and cultivating. And then I'm like, I'm about to explode. I can't handle all this, hold all this. What do I do with all this? So I created Llama Space, and it's like where we create this enlightenment community, just better people doing better things, and we unify people, purposes, and passions. This is our lesson. We're learning how to use our powers. We are going from caveman to divinity. You know, when God said, what's better than perfection? What's better than me? More me said, let there be light. And then that's us. And that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't think God is separate. I think it's. No, he's absolutely. No, it's it. 
the unlabelable. Anytime you say anything about him or her, it's not good enough. Mm-hmm. We're just doing the best we can with what we can handle. And so we're trying to raise the vibe so that we can get closer. And see, that's the whole thing about what's going on right now. And see, that's the main tenet of Llama Space is to bring people into enlightenment so that we can actually play together. Once we can play together nicely and quit putting launch buttons on everything, then we can play with the cosmic community that's out there just waiting on us. But we're too mean and violent and we're so low, we have to, we have to learn and, and suffer and grow a little bit just to get back in that connection. Get, yeah. Stop hating on yourself so you stop pinching yourself off mm-hmm. so that you become in alignment so mm-hmm. that you can have that divine connection and then you have bliss. Those yes. are the tenets of Lama Space. That's what, that's what we teach. That's who we are. That's what we do. It's time we get back up and try again. And so what were that you mentioned there was four tenants in your, in your group. And so the first one was? Self-love. And that all goes along with like balancing your chakras, your energies, coping mechanisms, all the things, spirit, mind, and body, your self-talk. How do you talk to yourself? How do you treat yourself? How do you feel about yourself? If you're unworthy and you're in shame, pain, and blame, or you're sad, mad, and, and bad, then you're, you're, you're in that lack mode. You're in that caveman mode. You're in survival mode where you get nothing except running. Or you can finally get to the point where you wake up, you take your power, you turn off autopilot, you get from a reactor to a co-creator. All of that is the step one, which is self-love. So when you have that self-love and once you fill your cup up, then you can love others. Mm-hmm. So then all that uh, spirit, mind, and body is aligned. That brings you in alignment. And when you're in alignment and you have those high vibes, that joy, the happiness, that's what gets you high enough to be in the frequency or the radio vib- you know, vibration of source. And then that's the divine connection. Mm-hmm. Then everything's firing on all cylinders. Everything's balanced. Everything's perfect. You have the clarity. You have all of everything that you need. And then when you have that and you don't have to hear from man or someone else because you have it directly, then you can kind of leave everything behind. Like they're all training wheels or crutches, religion. They're all saying the same thing. But once you don't have to hear from man because you have the divine connection, that leads to bliss. Then what are you going to do with your life? Then you have the open, the big picture perspective. That's when you can help others. That's when life starts. That's when intuition begins. That's when inspiration comes. That's when divine action comes. It's the difference between beating a tree with a baseball bat and beating a tree with a sharp axe. It's frustration and disappointment. One is results. That's a good analogy. I've never heard that one before. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of like step number one, like what are some tips that you have, like a daily practice that you do? And well, it becomes a lifestyle. And so it starts from the moment you go to bed back to when you get up. Like what I'll do is I'll just everything. Let me be a blessing. Just let everything come that needs to be here. Let me go and do all that I need to. Everything must go through you talking to source. That's the big thing is starting your day off right. And then you just watch how you feel. Watch your emotions because they're triggers. And those triggers show you how you're out of alignment, which helps you get back in alignment. 
because you care about how you feel. That's the big thing. That's the biggest, biggest thing is trying to get people to care about how they feel again. They are so hurt. They're so pinched off. They can't receive anything. Watch how you talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, what? oh, you suck, this, that, the other. You know, you're a horrible person. You know, why? Really think about why you're thinking these things. And so, you know, I, I was real bad about that. And so what I did one day when I actually started caring about how I felt is like, when have you ever hurt anybody? Why are you so bad? What are you beating yourself up to death about so much? And so I tried to think, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, I've done some bad stuff, but it was just all this human conditioning, this programming, you know, that's, that's what we have to like understand and recondition or the Bible says to renew your mind, but how do you renew your mind unless you have new input? And mm-hmm. so that's the big thing is study, seek and what, and, and focus on how you feel what makes you feel good and then follow those things. So that's the whole practice throughout the day. You're just sitting there, you feel the emotions, it shows you all these things and then you just let it go and you feel it, you let it go, feel it, let it go. And then you just practice that. And then all of a sudden it raises your vibrations out of this collective consciousness. And you're down here with the caveman and they're like, everything's just raging and hate and garbage. And then you just quiet your mind and you raise and you raise and you raise. And then you get to these higher vibrations. And then it's nothing but love and peace and joy and inspiration and innovation and, and invention. And it's just amazing. It's like, why, God, do you whisper in my ear, but the devil has a loudspeaker? Yes. Well, see, I was out of tune. I was pinched off. It was all in my mind. It was all me Yeah. to get to now. Yeah. The ego is a a sneaky little thing, isn't it? it? It is. But that's how we wake up. That's the contrast. You have a stick and say one side of the stick to the left is bad. All the worst, worst, worst. And then all this stuff on the right side is all the great, awesome stuff. Well, we have to be on both sides of it to come into balance. It's like that pendulum. It's the law of the pendulum. Mm -hmm. You have to swing up into the bad to swing up into the good. And then it's the yin yang law Mm -hmm. as well. The whole story about the tree of good and evil. That's that. We just came down to experience everything in every way, in every form. And then we constantly evolve spiritually, physically, mentally. And then we're moving through all these dimensions and vibrations and lessons, and we're working our way back home. But the thing is, we never left. If we would just wake up and open our eyes, source is right there. So then that's the illusion. That's what all the Eastern religions and everything teach, you know, the illusion and the delusion, because it's time for a change. It's time for the shift, you know, with just a few lights, we can light up everything just like a match in a room. The whole room could be dark, but one little baby match will light the whole thing up. Mm -hmm. That's our power. That's what we're waking up to. Mm -hmm. And if we can continue to upgrade and get closer to source, that's when We can really, really just be free. We've learned all the stuff that we don't want. We've seen all the stuff that we can't stand. And now we're creating it. Now we're the new leading edge expansion of source. We're no longer a cancer cell in the body of God. We're his joy. Mm -hmm. And so we're just in him 
while he expands and we're we're his little adventurers we're the little c consciousness inside the big c consciousness we are all one and it's time for us to stop going in our own stupid little ways yeah it's ironic isn't it? <laughs> that's the freedom i know it is. It's yeah. the story of the prodigal. We are all prodigals. And so we go out, we do our sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And then we end up in the pig slops and we sit there and we, one day, just one day when we hurt so much that we can't hurt anymore is we lift our heads up out of that pig slop. And then we're like, even being a slave in my father's house is better than this. And so we get up and we go back home. And the cool thing is, is God already knew all that. He knew our works from the foundations of the earth. He was already on top of that hill waiting for us. And that's what life is all about. Care about how you feel. Move forward. Follow your bliss. Reconnect. Re-remember. Boom. Life is perfect. And then you're like, oh, all that bad stuff took, it, it woke me up. That's what made me care. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all that. You're welcome. And thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. So where, if somebody wants to keep listening to this and they want to connect with you, where could they find you online? So you can just go on Facebook and it's just Llama Space and L-A-M-A-S-P-A-C-E. That's where the group is and that's where the family gathers and we do a lot of the teaching. And then we have the Serenity Project and that's the page. You can also look that up on Facebook. We're working on opening up YouTube. We're on Instagram at Llama Space. Like I said, every time we just get downloads, we just go and explore whatever that is. And we're, we're just now are opening up the Serenity Academy. And that's where we do these educational, the step one, step two, step three, step four, self-love. Uh, step two is alignment. Step three is that divine connection, everything that goes with that, the lifestyle, etc. And then step four is bliss. And each one are programs. And I'm telling you, we have seen miracles daily Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. Just shine the light and love. We'll turn this ship around and, you know, <laughs> we'll be perfect again. I think the greatest lesson that Jeremy learned is one that we all have to learn, and that is that we are ultimately responsible for our own thoughts, feelings, and actions. We are always able to choose our own perspective of ourselves and how we fit into the world. While we don't always have a choice of what happens to us, we always do have a choice of how we perceive the situation. The Course in Miracles says, Seek not to change the world, but choose to change your mind about the world. And every situation properly perceived becomes an opportunity to heal. When we are perceiving ourselves as constant victims of our situation, that the world is cruel and unrelenting, we will experience much more suffering than if we choose to perceive the world as loving and benevolent. And this isn't always easy. But when we choose to see the world and ourselves through the eyes of love, then we attract more of that into our lives and we will be happier and more satisfied. So that brings us to the end. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please take a minute to pop into your podcast app and give the show a five-star rating. This will help to get the word out and hopefully will help others to wake up to their truth. Enlighten love. I'll see you next week.